The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Doing pretty well. Wow, you're gonna terrify people with those intros. Those Goonies, but I feel like you could have done better. I need to watch Goonies again. I know. Wow, he's, I've never he's sending you it. back to school. Get that I've back to school. I, I have like, to admit something. I've never seen Goonies. What podcast what? over? Watching yes. Goonies. Go watch Goonies right now. You should <laughs> be ashamed of yourself. Ace and I will we'll go to the movies together and watch Goonies. My wife just walked into the recording studio as as I said that and gave me this horror stricken look. Like what? How? Well, that's on date night. Done. Yum. Friday covered. You're welcome. <laughs> I am, I am doing good, Gleep. Uh, thank you for asking, uh, Ace. Uh, Mark, how are you guys doing? Uh, I'm good. Good. Can't complain. Had a nice day today. It's been raining a lot. And for Florida at this time of year, that's really odd. But now it's it was very sunny and pleasant today, so I'm I'm happy as a clam. Doing pretty well myself. Uh, finally cleared the last of the Christmas related activities for our family. What? Yeah. Did this, it, did this include January twentieth? Ex- extending massages? No. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with these massages now? Did they continue <laughs> through the Christmas holiday, or is there like a like a date which no return? Like you they. Kind of like uh, milk goes bad after a while, or I, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> no, no, they're good, good all the time. Massage. No, uh, so because of the way my wife's family is set up, um, we have several different Christmas uh, activities that we do across over the course of like January and um, uh, December, just to make sure we get everybody connected. She has a very large family, so there's a lot of visits and check-ins. Little instead of like one big Christmas party. It's a lot of little tiny ones. Fair enough. So did you get any cool gifts this week? Yeah, $100 gift card to Ikea. Nice. That'll work. Yeah. Meatballs. Gonna get some meatballs and some pillows. Good times. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say meatballs? Yeah. Have you never been yeah. to Ikea? It's been a long time. What? Oh, man. You gotta what go, man. Like Swedish real meatballs? meatballs? Swedish meatballs. I feel like it maybe would be like a pillow or something or something like... No, they have an actual cafeteria. Untoured. I don't want to know about. Really? No, wow. yeah. They have an actual cafeteria with actual f- Swedish food that you can buy and you can you can eat there. Uh, they also have a little tiny food market at the ground floor where you can buy, like, uh, packaged or, or uh, cold food. Hot dogs home. and ice cream downstairs only. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, go, to your, go to your local Ikea. See what you're missing out on. I would go for, like, a hot dog ice cream sandwich. Slice the hot dog down the middle. Slice it with no. You're cream. not. You're not driving, are you? I mean, I would consider. <laughs> uh, well, just 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 don't do that and drive. I think that oh, that might you know fair enough might, might be might be a sensory overload. And you might <laughs> actually be arrested for that. I think you can't actually handle this, Mark. You're going to need all your senses <laughs> present for this. Exactly. But it is legal in Sweden. Everything's legal in Sweden. It's true. Well, go. it's just not 
illegal. Let's get that straight. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Big difference. <laughs> yes, indeedy. Well, um, with that in mind, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this is episode 60 of the Those Guys With Ships show, our Star Citizen Organization community podcast. So, um, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Uh-huh. Sure. Around the universe. Around the universe. Man, Social- you got to work on an intro for that. I was sitting here waiting. I was expecting something good, and you're just like, um... Around the universe. I had an idea, but I was rebuked. Around the universe. I was rebuked. I like that. I like that. Mark, is that your new thing? I just I did it right there. Right then, on the spot. That was complete improv. Don't forget it. That That is the new intro. That's awesome. That's all the ghost of Jonto. That's all the jazz performance coming back to you right there. Gleep's Gleep's request sounded like an editor asking for copy. I know, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, anyway, so around the universe. Uh, so uh, this week over at the uh, Twitter Star Citizen, those guys with ships hashtag or hashtag TGWS, uh, both Gleep and I got our concierge VIP cards. Uh, we both right? posted pictures of them because we're Woo! bosses. Uh, what about you guys? Concierge? Uh, what? It's, it's a thousand, right? Is that what you have to get to? Um, maybe. Let's say yes. Yeah, let's say yes. <laughs> I think yeah, that's let, let's right. Just, yeah, let's just leave it at yes yeah. and move on. Uh, man, you know what happened? I mean, I'm uh, I'm not terribly far away. I mean, a couple hundred dollars off, but I didn't like my initial uh, uh, login for for it or whatever. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I had to change login, so I had to transfer the stuff I had bought to a different account, and they couldn't give me the like the, the credit from the other account. So basically, I spent like six four hundred dollars that didn't even go to the other account. Oh, that's that terrible! Because it was gifted to the other one. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Oh. Boo. I am, Boo earns. I am unfortunately a smelly peasant. I don't have enough to qualify for concierge service. Well, we got our we got our concierge cards, uh, and uh, I you know I'm just waiting for CitizenCon or CIG tour to whip it out and be like, okay, look, here's my card. What do I get? And they'll be like, um, nothing. Mark, Mark, Ace, here, here you go. That's for Gleep's, you guys. That's Gleep's card still Ooh. wrapped in plastic. Wow, fancy! What what kind is it? Is it like metal or is it plastic? Yes. It is metal. It is metal. Yeah, That's it's uh, it's etched be metal. What? So it can be used uh, as a weapon. As, I was gonna be. say, I say you could you know jimmy a lock with that. Uh, I'm really s- disappointed. There's no picture in Star Citizen throwing card. Um, we'll check on the Twitter. Yeah, it's on the Twitters, man. It's on the Twitter. We have to find the tweeters now. Okay, I got this. Uh, I got you this. Go. You guys All keep right. talking. I'm gonna find you, this. Yeah, thing. You, you find find it on the uh, the hashtag you TGWS. Uh, the uh, the legend, the uh, the the one, the only uh, Turd Ferguson is uh, living. Da, 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 da. Is yeah, very nice. Is uh, living uh, large with voice attack. He's living the dream. Uh, you're welcome, Turd. <laughs> I, uh, I turned him on to uh, voice attack uh, probably about uh, about two, three weeks ago where he just wasn't really sure. And I'm like, dude, for $8, it's such a huge game changer. Um, and it's a lot of fun, in my opinion. It's a lot of fun to program the AI. So I, I gave him the hard sell on it, and he went and downloaded it, and he's having an absolute blast. Um, I do, I, Ace, I know you use voice attack, but uh, Mark, do you use it? Gleep, do you use it? I have a license. Okay, but you haven't really done any, any programming? I you know no I um I messed with it a little bit and um I kind of lost interest. Really? Yeah. I I just I find it to be such a game changer in I in, agree. 
yeah, in that I'm able to manipulate my shields easier. I'm, I'm able to uh, lock targets easier. Um, I mean, you still have to, you know, have your hands on the mouse and the keyboard, and you still have to fly. Um, but a lot of the um, the peripheral, I guess, um, commands are just so much easier to use on voice attack. I'm I'm much more interested in in assigning those uh, sorts of tasks to something like the Rocat. Rocat. Uh, yeah, you're gonna yeah. have a, you're gonna have that scenario like in uh, Star Wars Episode Four where you're like, wait, 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 reaching for the the dial that would save you, and then you explode. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I I love voice attack. Um, I think it's huge. I think it's a massive game changer. I think it is one of the best eight dollar investments that you can possibly make for Star Citizen. Oh, I agree. Absolutely, absolutely. Eight dollars so, sounds like a good investment. Yeah, That's a, it's. That's not even a third of a uh, of a Merlin. No, absolutely, and and the, <laughs> it's the like ability, a strut, a wing the, baby, <laughs> the um and the ability to 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 write those commands um and build uh, kind of a, a an AI that you can communicate with is just a lot of fun. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, I was watching, I was listening to uh, one of the other Star Citizen podcasts uh, the other day, and they were talking about uh, Gleep's the, offended. Uh, well, you know what? You just got to be that way. I'm a fanboy. I'm listening to all of them. Um. <laughs> They were talking about the guy that, uh, that, the guy that does, I guess, that does some of the voice packs for that. Okay. For voice packs. It was awesome. It sounded, yeah. sounded fantastic. He practically sold me on there, and I'd never even heard the voices. But he had, like, yeah, I guess, there's... like, actual professionals coming and do that, like, known people. Oh, know? nice. Yeah, there, there are some great voice packs out there. And the thing is, you don't necessarily even have to buy a voice pack. You could use the standard uh, one that comes with, uh, with your PC. Uh, you know, it's, it's not as colorful. You know, it's a pretty, you know, this, the standard um, voice communication for the PC is kind of uh, kind of blah um, so a lot of people like to if they really start to get in the voice attack they like to get the voice packs just to add a little bit more color to the voice um, which I've done as well um, but I yeah I love it it's a great great bit of software uh, and uh, beyond that uh, the green welly shop TGWS is offering lovely oven mittens with happy green boots on them <laughs> That's funny. I love I love it's the like, people who folks, stumble check into your the, hashtags. Would you please? I, I love yeah. the people that stumble into the TGWS hashtag. It's just very yeah. confused. It's yeah. It's always adorable. Sorry, sorry, Green Welly. Um, not even sure what Green Welly is. I'm not sure why you have boots on your other mittens with smiley faces. But yeah, sorry. I think Wellington boots are. I mean, are a thing. And I oh and okay. I, I've heard them called Wellies. Ah, uh, are those like I the rain boots. Right, yeah, so like, like galoshes. Correct. Oh, Correct. Oh, so wow. they're they're certainly a legitimate company, um, but um, yeah, how never would have guessed that our two uh, paths would have collided. The Green yeah. Welly Shop. <laughs> wow, well, I mean, I'm going to guess it's English, right? It's got to be. It's got to be. It is. Yeah, got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Thieving uh, Thieving Weasel is uh, took a really nice screenshot. Uh, he is out uh, hunting for shipwrecks in two point one point one. I haven't come across any shipwrecks. There are shipwrecks over at the um, the uh, Yellow Asteroid Field. Is yep. that correct? Yep, that's where you find them. So you've just got to kind of hunt through that asteroid field until you stumble on one. You just you just you know cruise nineteen fifties style. Okay, you just slowly cool. cruise through the asteroid field, and eventually you come across them. Nice. All right. I will definitely have to check that there, out. So uh, is there anything, I mean, are there like story and, you know, elements in there? Or is it just kind of like, no. here's a wreck? Can just you here's fly a wreck. it back? You, no, you can't fly them. The, there's, no, there's no real salvage. But you can. I know uh, at least one wreck 
uh, there is a salvageable gun that you can find, like a handgun. Not anymore. Hmm. They took it out of the game because it was oh, really? crashing the client. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Yep. Well, yep, yep, yep. shucks. Yep, it was. Cra- it was. I think it was actually a shotgun. It was crashing the client, so they took it out. Oh, man. But uh, but the thing is, at the end of the day, there's no persistence, so it doesn't really matter at this point. Right. You know, if you loot it one day, you're not going to have it the next. Yeah. And then I have, um, I have a question ahead. for you guys, real quick, before you go on there. Uh, that reminded me of who who else played Final Fantasy? Which one? You know, like, like the old. I'm talking like the old ones. Like I'm talking like PlayStation or Nintendo versions. Let me let me go ahead and give you an example here. Uh, these ships make me think of when you hunt around at like, the backs of stairs and through the bushes and around. You, like, you literally can't. You, you have to go through every nook and cranny and try to find the little, the little tidbits in Final Fantasy because it all adds up at the end. And then you found out you missed to get the one thing at the very beginning, and now you can't make the super sword. I kind of feel like it's this. I've had that like, feeling. You know, like I know what you're oh man, about. I get that gun now on that on that derelict ship. If I don't hold on to it, and then you stuff it in your bag and you forget about it for six weeks, and then lo and behold. It's for some mission later on, and now you have it, and all your buddies are jealous. Very true. Yeah, kind of. You know, I don't. I wonder if they're going to do that in this game. Yeah, they they said they. They said they are. They said that one mission will open another, which will open another. Um, I mean, they've said as much. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they've talked about. But I mean, but it's but it's not going to be a situation um, where you're building a super sword, though. It's not going to be like there's going to be like one of a kind artifacts in the game and stuff like that. But there's not going to be. Hey, Jimmy's got his super sword. What did you have to do to get that? Oh, you got to go here and get this. Go here and get that. I mean, you're not going to. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's not going to be, you know, that, uh, may, that, maybe, that rote recipe. That, that maybe quest to, to retrieve uh, uh, Frostmourne from uh, anyone who played World of Warcraft who played Ice Crown Citadel. But uh, I, could, I could see you buying... Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, I could see you buying, like, a stock, um, I don't know, a stock engine, and I could see you needing to go someplace special to have it modified and then maybe going someplace else to, to have special parts added. I mean... That's possible, yeah. you know what I mean, with with a ship engine or, or with a shield generator, where you know you take it you take it one place and have some special mod, parts modded onto it, and you take it to another place and have it tuned. Oh yeah, you for know sure. something like that. That's entirely possible. But you, you don't think they're going to have play... any kind of story elements involved in that kind of thing, like a like sure. a, some kind well, of questing there, type there, of thing. Well, there is most famously the the lost colony ship. Oh my yeah, god, that's right, that's right. That's right. Oh. So, but we're going to find that once. Oh I yeah, mean, that's going to that's yeah. going to get found once, and it's not going to get found by everybody once. Right. Someone, <laughs> someone's going to get real lucky. Um, but right. the other thing I was going to mention is this is not the first time this sort of thing has been done. Did you guys ever play Freelancer? You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I have not played a. Sing- <laughs> it's going to sound terrible. I haven't played a single Chris Roberts game. I never oh. played Freelancer except for Star Citizen. I don't know how. I love me some space sims. Well, the Sims, I think. I love space games anyway. Go find Freelancer. Uh, And the reason I mention it is there is a, I won't tell you where, but in a nebula, a unknown nebula, there are some really high quality equipment out there that you can find in the middle of nowhere. And it is something that you just stumble across and retrieve as cargo and then you can equip it to your ship later on. Yeah, if Chris I has done it before, nebula. he will absolutely do it again. There's no yeah. question about well, that. I like the sound yeah. of all of that. Yeah, Sign so up. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that sort of thing appears again. Yeah, absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, so those are those are some of the the big ticket items over at the Twitter TGWS hashtag. Um, you know, by all means, uh, please uh, stop over there, check out the uh, the pictures and the tweets, and uh, if you got anything to contribute, uh, it's a great and easy way to uh, get a quick uh, bite sized dose of uh, Star Citizen. 
Absolutely. Over at uh, versecast.org, over at our home base, uh, the uh, one of my favorite uh, posts uh, is in the Star Citizen uh, forum, and it is Gleep's Helmet by uh, Bunyan Snipe. You guys seen uh, Gleep's Helmet? <laughs> it is a glorious yeah, thing. It looks fantastic. That is an amazing <laughs> helmet. Uh, Gleep, is is that your helmet? Is that what you'll be... Uh... You would not believe how difficult it is to clean the dead bugs out of that thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. I gotta, like, just, mm. yeah, Hadn't thought of that. Fur. Yeah, it's got to not be fun. That's not fun at all. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I agree with somebody, someone who posted in the forums, uh, that needs to be your helmet and armor. Yes. Take one of the yes, racer so. helmets that's, that, that's part of the Marksman, or not the Marksman, the Karts DLC. And do it up like one of those. Yeah, we need. We, I need somebody with talent to help me. <laughs> help me! Absolutely, I would love to see. I would love to uh, look inside your ship's cockpit and see you with that helmet on. Yes. Over in uh, the Versecast general chat, not Star Citizen related, but I thought interesting. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight has been delayed. Have you heard that? Yes, yep. and what do you guys think about that? It doesn't surprise me. It, it's yeah. a little disappointing because traditionally Star Wars movies have always released in May. Uh, that's when Rogue One is supposed to come out. But well, no, they, Rogue One's coming out in December. Is it? Yep. Yes. Oh, so Disney, sounds like Disney is setting a new precedent for Star Wars films, always in December. It's going to be in December. I'm, I'm guessing that we are not going to see Episode Nine until 2020. And probably not until December 2020. If, yeah, if, December if this is any indication, I think they may be moving to a new policy because Lucasfilm, traditionally under Lucas, always released their movies in May because they were summer blockbusters. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, now what? But now it can be a winter blockbuster. Well, and it's interesting that they're they're moving Episode Eight to come out at the same time as um, what is it the the Cameron's Avatar and then also Ready Player One, which is going to be Spielberg, I think. Well, and according to uh, Dietrich, the move had to do with the next Pirates of the Caribbean film that they were feeling that uh, that that film was going to they were going to kind of be released one on top of the other. Well, I think I think it's actually a, a, my personal opinion is that it's a Star Wars franchise thing, and that a way for them to maximize the number of people that will go to the movies and purchase on digital media is to put it out uh, one year apart. Well, you oh, know, yeah, they're also you know, they're also in rewrites too. Did you hear about that? Wait, who for episode that? eight. Yeah, I thought that this doesn't was kind surprise of, me. I thought this was kind of strange, but like, um, so there was a lot of, and I'm sure you guys are aware, there was a lot of blowback um, on the fact that you can't find Ray figures. Yep, and that the Disney Disney Corporation and I, I, well, Lucas and Disney, I mean, how tone deaf were shocked that there was going to be that that the main character of the movie Ray, one of the main characters of the movie, was going to be so popular, and so. You, you can't find the character. Uh, she's not in any of the quote-unquote boy box sets, which they or have Or any of the of, promo stuff. Right, or any of the promo stuff. And wow, You know, I didn't really think about that. She's yeah. not, yeah. is she? Well, right. this has been a long-standing problem with the non-princess-related side of Disney. I mean, the toy industry in general, yes, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's this, this belief that boys don't want to play with girl toys. And it's, you know, I, I you know, in 1986... I would buy that, um, but in 2016, that's not the case anymore. You know, and right. and like I, I, my son is he's going to be 14. Um, that younger generation doesn't think in those terms. You know, his female friends are just his friends. 
Right. You know, he doesn't think of them as as girlfriends. They're just friends. And a lot of the younger generation is, is that way. So it, it's an antiquated way of looking at, at toy manufacturing. It, they got to catch up. Yeah, they got to catch up. And they really got brought to task between Marvel and... Um, between Black Marvel Widow. And, right. Yeah. Black Marvel Widow and Star Wars. Carter. Good point. Yeah. You just can't find them. Or, you know, like, for example, you get the Star Wars pack that's got uh, Kylo Ren, Finn, Poe, and then a Stormtrooper, and then another Stormtrooper. And wow. it's like, where's Phasma and where's Rey? That's ridiculous. And so this is basically... Well, Phasma, I can understand, because she wasn't even in the movie. She yeah. wasn't in the movie much, yeah. But well, point- but I, I feel like they're going to, for episodes... And, and this is the thing, is that when they say that they're in rewrites, it doesn't surprise me, because I imagine the response from... The fans with, you know, now on social media the, well, about here, here's the crazy thing. The crazy thing is that they all thought that Kylo Ren was going to be the big breakout star. And so apparently the rumor is that the rewrites have to do with bringing the other characters, bringing especially uh, Ray to the forefront and making How? them right. more more titular characters to the story, which is mind boggling. <laughs> How did they think he was the breakout actor? I Anakin mean, Skywalker, Luke Skywalker. It's supposed to be the Skywalker story. And, and Ray clearly, at least depending upon what your theories are, doesn't strongly support being a Skywalker. She's just a really for, strong force sort of character. But I, I agree. I think it makes it... Uh, I can see how, where they come from as... as uh, Kylo Ren being the uh, breakout or the hopeful breakout character, and then Ray's runaway success proving that to not be the case. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm just like, I think, you know, what's interesting is that LucasArts film, I think, did a very good job of um, crossing that gender block and really kind of making the film about characters, not about guys, not about girls. It didn't matter. You had female stormtroopers, you had female TIE pilots. Uh, or um, X-Wing pilots. Um, it wasn't about guys and girls. It was about everybody being part of either the Alliance or, or the First Order. Right. How, how you could get that so right in the movie and get that so wrong in the marketing is amazing to me. Well, I imagine part of it is that the people that are making the film yeah, are, are not, not the same. prosecuting right. the marketing. No, no, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. But uh, Dietrich, thank you. Great bit of conversation uh, over on the Not Star Citizen side over in general chat. Uh, all of the links mentioned will be in the show notes. Uh, if uh, you have anything that you found on the internet that you'd like to share with us, you can post it on the TGWS hashtag and Twitter, or you can email us at comms at versecast.org, or you can email me at jimmy at versecast.org. Yay! 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 Woot! 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 Woot. <laughs> I think that's the name of this week's episode. Woot. Woot, 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 not not uh, not legs for radio. I'm disappointed. Ace, what's going on in the loop? <laughs> Sound like a bunch of bubbles. <laughs> How do you know we aren't? Uh, oh God. True. Uh, so um, uh, in the loop, I've got some some neat stuff to discuss. Uh, firstly, yay! Um, uh, I missed uh, the Sunday meetup, and I am sorely apologetic for it. But as I mentioned before the I, show, I always the, missed a Sunday meetup. Don't feel too bad. Yeah, uh, well, I'm the squadron commander. I shouldn't be. <laughs> okay, um, right? Yeah, fair enough. But like as I mentioned earlier, I had Christmas-related duties to attend to. 
Um, uh, so there, and also, of course, over the weekend, we had 2.1.1, more updates and more fixes and more patches. So I'm excited for that. Yay, stability. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yay, stability. Stability! Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Leap has fallen out of his chair. That was yeah. instability. <laughs> instability. So then our segment uh, was actually something that was sparked by a video that I saw earlier in the week. Um, you may remember at some point I discussed uh, the Super Gladius build. Well, it's officially in the wild, which is a, there's an IT term for finding viruses that are already existing. Uh, mm. If you click on that link in my notes, you'll find a YouTube video where someone set up a uh, Gladius with 16 size 2 CS missiles, a size 3 wow. shield, and three size 2 tarantula gun- guns on the wings and nose. Holy wow. wow. Yeah. Now, yeah. These, are all, uh, these are all fixed weapons, right? None of these are Fixed gimbal. weapons. But, but he took on a freelancer and killed it in seconds. Free, the freelancer's tough, man. I'm really yeah. enjoying taking that ship out. It can it can hold its own, and you at least have enough time to get away. So that's impressive that it took out a freelancer. Yeah, well, I feel like the these video kind of loadouts we... are going to be very common until they kind of dial in how they're going to let these things, you know, how they're well, going to manage these things. You know what I mean? That he, happens to it, be the topic. What do you know? Heating. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to guess heating is going to be the way that they balance this, where your oh, weapons you... are going to overheat so often that it's not worth doing. How do you, what do you do about the missile over- racks? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the missile I mean, the racks. Gladius, the Gladius is supposed to be a light fighter. It's not supposed to be a missile boat. But to, yeah. the, to that, same, uh, that same comment, uh, click on the second link. That is a picture of an F-14 during the Iraq War with a full Stinger missile loadout. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. My point being is that the loadout on the Gladius is actually not that uncommon. Um, it's not uncommon to see fighter aircraft, you know, loaded to the gills with missiles and bombs. Um, now, l- let me ask you that the Gladius is not that tough of a ship, though. No, no, the Vanguard is perhaps perhaps more akin to what this would be. Um, which I mean, the Gladius is more like an F sixteen uh, light nimble fighter. Whereas the you know the F fourteen was very nimble and very fast, but it was designed to take and take a beating and, and dish one out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And which brings me to the next topic, which was that the idea that war is un- inherently unbalanced. Yeah, the no, whole absolutely. idea the whole idea is that you get an you know you get an advantage over your your opponents if you if you have a scenario where things are severely stalemated, you get scenarios like World War One where both sides are fighting back and forth over a couple of meters and thousands of people are dying every day as a result. Well, I mean, uh, unbalanced is not the same thing as broken. No. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think that if you if that if that same Gladius, which Jimmy, you pointed out, is uh, is, 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 a, is a fairly fragile ship, if it also had, you know, just a massive armor that, you know, had the armor of a javelin, um, had the speed of a 350R and uh, used no fuel or never overheated, then that would be a broken ship. Right. Yeah, but I well, think that's what we... Yeah, Ace and I were talking about this a little earlier, and yeah, that's that's the whole thing, is that uh, in game design... Should I talk about this now, Ace? Or is this... Yeah, no, this okay. is this, your perfect timing. I thought so. In game design, the idea is exactly, is to balance it out, because that's how you make gameplay fun. In mm-hmm. real world, what you do is you stack the deck. 
you know, it's like I said, you, you, you put all your, you, know, you, you do things like that, like that F-14 you see there. You know, he's got just a ton of missiles because you're not trying to be fair. In fact, the whole idea is to not be fair. You know, it's to, to be as least fair as possible. And that, well, gives, you, and that gives you the advantage. And, and I can tell you, watching this video, um, even for how OP the Gladius is, um, it's still needing to do a fair bit of work to try and take out that freelancer, which a, a yeah. smart freelancer pilot is going to... A really good freelance pilot, if he gets him in his crosshairs and gets a few really solid shots off, is going to tear right through his hull. A smart freelancer pilot that can't get a lock on him is going to jump out of there. So oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, so while the ship may be considered OP, there is still wiggle room to either run or if you if you're a good enough pilot, take him out. Well, right. I, I mean, balance does does not mean that in any ship you can stand toe to toe with any other. Right. Ship. It, right. It, I think balance means you know how good of a pilot are you versus the next guy, how smart of a pilot are you versus the next guy, and of course, you know how you load out your ship. Well, you know, it's, big, it's more than just a loadout. Yeah, right. to me, it's also the also thing is too is, is once again the role of the ship. Yeah, you know, in any case, it's what your hardware has. You know, what's organic to your your playing. You know, be it the ship or be it, you know your weapons or your, your armor or whatever. What organically do you have to your situation, and what are you trying to do? As long as there as long as there are checks and balances in that, then it makes sense. And when you, you don't, don't clear, have you, when you have just a ton of stuff going for one guy, then you have the super hornet. You know kind of pandemic where everyone that played arena commander had a super hornet why because right. it's the only thing that was good and yeah you had the few outliers that came in with random stuff but those were just that they were out <laughs> the there yeah, they were extremely good pilots they were able to make do with a lesser vehicle or they figured out a way to gain the system you know it's it's, it's just that simple yeah but, like the know. uh the glass cannon um merlin that i mentioned yeah exactly yeah. So no, that it's, was, it's very, that was yeah. The, I'm, I'm watching the video right now, and it's interesting. I mean, the thing is, you know, for for how powerful the Gladius is, it, it still has to work. And this guy is is still a very competent pilot. He's able right. to keep people in his sights on non gimbaled weapons and and drop a lot of damage. So I mean, he's hitting the target. So this guy is a solid pilot. Right. And and that's a good point. I mean, there is plenty of of fiction and drama about the guy who gets into the super souped up ship or vehicle and gets his butt handed to him because he's brash and doesn't know what he's doing um i've had that happen to me in aisle two as a matter of fact uh way back in the day um you know i hopped on one of the the mill sim servers this is back in in college and i thought i was a hot shot spitfire pilot well i loaded up my favorite spitfire and took off and one of the uh, the veteran pilots on the server was like, "Oh, you think you're you think you're hot stuff, huh?" Takes off in a in a what amounts to a, an early war P forty and just tore me apart. And it's like, oh, okay, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, I think um, you know, could could we see some balancing on the Gladius, possibly? But I think CIG's uh, main design um, ethos, if you will. Um, is pretty spot on um, because it, even looking at watching this video, you know the guy's a good pilot, and and that I think uh, it counts for m- much much more than what your loadout's going to be. Right. Well, you don't clear a room with a sniper rifle. Uh, well, unless you absolutely have to. I've done, I've had to do it in an arm before, but unless you really have to, you try and not do it. Yeah, it's really a bad idea. It. Yeah. So I guess yeah, and that's absolutely. the other thing too. As long as they make it so it makes sense to what you're carrying, makes sense to what you're trying to do. 
then yeah. you know that yeah that it's okay i think and, it's and it's really it really is all about variety i mean the thing is you know again going back to the freelancer the freelancer is not a toe-to-toe dogfighter but it is a tough ship and it can hold its own so if you're a better pilot you got a good shot at taking out somebody in a dogfight if you're dealing with a better pilot you got a good shot at getting away so you know again balance and 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 like you'd mentioned earlier knowing your role yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah so let, let's let's not hope let's let's not hope let's hope that they don't uh, try to uh, beat this game to death to make it fair. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't think they will. That won't be fun. Yeah, I, no. I don't think I don't think that they will. I, I don't think that they'll vanilla out everything. Well, I think um, as long as there are people, what what they'll end up doing is you have this guy. Let's say this guy was Gladius. Well, what happens? Okay, well then you have a bunch of guys going in with gladiators, and they you know they come follow, they find you know this guy, and what do they do? They sit there and they load him up with twenty missiles. Guess what? Yeah, you're gonna die. There's no way you're right. getting around that. You know, this guy, the guy, the freelancer calls his buddies and just hangs on long enough, you know, right. until his friends come along or something like that. I think it ended up being one of those types of things. I mean, it's not just a one-on-one and that's all you're going to see type of thing. It's going to definitely be a community-based right. sort of, sort of yeah. a situation. Absolutely. And um, this isn't Call of Duty where the, that guy in the gladiator, Gladius is going to respawn every time um, yeah. uh, with the same loadout. I mean... Every, all the gladiators show up and you know hey you were picking on our friend and they they blow him out of the sky and then his ship is he has to wait to get a new ship uh, potentially his character has died so there's going to be those disincentives also well and yeah. those weapons uh, the, absolutely the, the ammo all of that is a huge loss too yeah right yep. yeah for right. sure I- and the thing is, once you know that there is, and that's a really good point, Gleep, in in that there are other thank you non direct combat balancing mechanics that are not in the game yet, yeah. right? And they'll exactly. figure that out. Yeah, they'll adjust totally. it. It'll be. I fine. think they're they're on the right path, you know. Yeah. And uh, and whoa, that is a tough gladius. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah, and there's some some more interesting balance and and equipment in our Arma stuff, which means we should probably move on to the next segment. Pew 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 pew. pew, 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 pew Mark, what's going on on outside the wire? Pew 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 And see. Pew pew meow. It's the kitty gun. <laughs> after we're done, after we're done, I have to show you the uh, an old YouTube video of the kitty lasers. Kitty, la- oh, that sounds fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> def- definitely that looking now. Fantastic. Now I can think about his kitty lasers. Uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you everyone for the comments and feedback on the keyboard. I should get. Uh, it was very helpful. So, quick update: I did decide to get a Razer Black Widow Chroma Stealth. Wow! This is um, this is what my wife has, except she has it without the keypad, and she loves it. Yeah, and you know what? Without the num- yeah, the oh, she got pad. the uh, tournament edition. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. my thing. You know what? It came down to it was between that and the Corsair K70. I had a really tough decision making a choice between those two. What it came down to was the uh, what, what was the the uh, the macro keys. Being able to do those. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, hopefully, Paul, excuse me. Hopefully that. Uh, um, I'm hoping the key switches don't make a big difference. I you know, haven't had a mechanical keyboard in years, so... They're awesome. Well, it's nice. The nice thing is this one is the stealth one. It's supposed to be a whole lot quieter. And I did listen to several reviews where it showed... Yeah, you know, they actually did a sound comparison right on the on the YouTube thing. You know, so I got a good feeling. I think this one's going to be okay. But What uh, color are the switches? Yeah. So it should be good. However, uh, 
there's a story involved here. I tried to order it, decided I was going to order it. Okay, cool. Went down, ordered it. Uh, didn't get any emails. You know, saying, you know, I you know, got the payment in, say it went through. Okay, cool. You know, pay with PayPal. Uh, and didn't go, th- you know, I didn't get any emails about it. Well, that's odd. Well, you know, maybe it'll show up tomorrow, right? No big deal. Sometimes these things take a day. So I go to work the, the next day and I come back, still nothing. That's odd. Well, I'll check the site. So I checked the site. And now it's getting close. I'm trying to get it before the weekend here. So now it's getting close. And uh, I, I look at the site, and it says, Order canceled by system. Ah. What? Huh? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, they confirmed the order. Like, I didn't get anything in the email, but they confirmed it went through. So I just figured I was waiting for the system to catch up. <clears throat> no. Hmm. No, so I tried. So I see it. So I'm like, uh, you know what? Whatever. You know, I can't figure out what it is. Their support only has email. I was like, well, I'll make a support, blah, 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 blah. Slightly angry, but not really letter. And then uh, I go to, uh, I said, you know what, I'll just go and I'll just purchase another one, get the purchase sent in because I really want to get this, you know, uh, before the week, before this coming weekend. Uh, and then, uh, so I go to try to purchase it, and they're on back order. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Well, long story short, I ended up trying again uh, last night at about 1 o'clock in the morning, just randomly, and it went through. So I've got to come in. Yay. But I did order the two-day shipping because now I'm, now I'm down to the gun. Got to get before the weekend. And I had it, so. <laughs> Are you yay, working for the weekend? Down for the shipping. Anyway, that's that. Thanks, everyone. That was fantastic. I uh, hope I really like it. If I don't, I'm blaming everyone that told me to get one. As, uh, as you should, sir. As, as, you, as should. you should. Absolutely. Take no responsibility. Okay. Uh, secondly, uh, kind of stuff on the on the liberation campaign we've been doing. Uh, to kind of, you know, get people kind of wrap up what's going on there. Uh, we are yeah. extremely close to taking the map. We've got mainly the major cities left to take. Uh, we actually just finished taking one probably about uh, 45 minutes before we got on here to record. Um, went pretty smoothly. Uh, we're getting a lot better. I think the people that do show up have gotten, you know, really really pretty well-oiled team at this point we do a pretty good job we all know our roles and we're uh we work well together we've gotten lingo down better uh johnny and i are having to work less and less at uh at kind of guiding people through things that doesn't mean we won't take new people first of all let me say that um it, it's it's actually a lot easier for someone that's new to pick up this stuff quickly when you have a bunch of people that know what they're doing uh it's really easy to kind of fall into a role or or shadow someone and kind of walk through what they're doing works out very easily but uh uh, it, what we did, we, we actually had some cool cast support, which is a close air support, which actually, I don't know why I have cast support. Ooh, That's ooh. really like kind of close air support support. Anyway, mm. uh, tonight, actually, Ace was doing that. Yep. Uh, Ace and uh, Gunslinger, who's one of our new members, who, uh, who's uh, been extremely helpful in a couple other things I'll talk about momentarily. But, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. You guys did a great job first. I think Ace was on the, were you on the A-10? Yep, on the A-10. Yeah, so he was on an A-10. He's flying there, guns blazing, uh, kind of clearing the path. And then uh, Gunslinger come in with a uh, Little Bird uh, variant, I guess, that has the missiles. Uh, and uh, just, you know, kind of rain rain fire on things that were shooting back at Ace. So and it actually worked fire, really well. The Dumbfire rocket pod. Yeah, I'd come in and I would hit some targets, some of the armored targets. And as I was flying off, I'd get my tail roasted by uh, outgoing fire. And then he would just show up and mop up anyone firing at me. Yeah, so it worked out really well. He just kind of gave him, you know, kind of spotted almost by fire so that he could find him in there. And it was really useful. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of stuff that, and then while they were, the reason they were doing that is because we had a bunch of, uh, a bunch of you know, boots on the ground moving to try to take a, take a, uh, a military base at the time and then a city later on. So it was very much a, uh, a coordinated effort. And that was just kind of on the fly. It was just, hey, we're getting stopped up. You know, Ace happened to die, and, you know, the respawning thing didn't work out because we couldn't get to him. And he came back and said, guys, I'm coming with air support, you know, calling your shots. Here I come. You know, throw smoke where you need it, that type of stuff. It was really, really well. It's what you hope for 
it's one of those things where it's, you know, everyone's kind of fell into place. They found a role they needed that, you know, they understood what roles were needed and they understood how to get there and they just did it. And then it was just a matter of, hey, guys, tell me where I need, you know, just tell me where I need to shoot. I got this coming. Here we go. I'm, Isn't I'm, that like the best gaming ever? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. It is really nice. Yeah, it's I am, fantastic. I am waiting for the, the day when we decide to take Kavala and we bust out the C-130. Yeah, we do have a C-130. It's a spooky, so AC-130U or something like that. Yeah, it's, yep. uh, it's like the gunship variant. Well, we tried it once. It was Airborne artillery. Overpowered. Holy mackerel, but it was fun. So we're trying to limit the use of that to not completely break the game, but uh, it was a good time. Anyway, mm. other than that, uh, we do have a new map uh, Johnny's been working on. We actually worked on a few different variant maps. Uh, I was working on one, too, and found out the map was dumb. So note to self, always check the map. Go give it a little fly around before you start, before you spend 12 hours building a mission on it. You know, mm. but lessons learned, right? So he's doing that one on Trenaris, which is actually an Armor 2 map. He's also got another one coming up. I think he did another map, too. I cannot remember the name of. So, Do we want uh, to consider we'll, doing one on Bornholm or maybe uh, the non-map Bornholm. that I showed yeah, you? Yeah, Bornholm was the other one we were thinking about. And we're also trying to think of maybe like a uh, something that's got some wintry stuff in there, too. Uh, people have asked about that. So we're kind of considering those, too. Um, big news. Uh, Gunslinger, one of our new members, he's shown up this past week and been uh, very helpful. He had a lot of Arma experience in the past. Um, there is a way in Arma to set up logos. What this means is that if you do it right, uh, the uh, your arm patches, right, like your unit patches, you can actually make them whatever you want. So you can set up these clan or organization or whatever you want to call it patches. So he was nice enough to, to set it up for us, show us how to do it. And then uh, we actually have the TGS. Right now we have the TGWS you know, spaceship patch essentially going on our, on our arms. Everyone awesome. comes in. Cooler thing, though, is, is every time you hop into a vehicle, it automatically play, pastes that patch on the vehicle as well. And then when you <laughs> hop out, it comes off. So it looks really cool. So we're trying to, we got to get a Blackguard one. We really need to nail down a, a good Blackguard logo, too, so we can get that one in there. But uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So uh, that is sweet. Yeah, it's really, really thanks, cool. Gunslinger. Maybe yeah. a shout yeah. out to Very the cool. community to uh, start iterating on a good blackguard patch. Then yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we've got a few in well, there. Who, we need who's to... our guy? Who's our guy? Um, uh, uh, the one that did the uh, that won the uh, ship shape competition. Um, oh, uh, Kenway. Um, Kenway. What's Kenway's last name? Because um, you know, there's the Doki, right? The Doki brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we need him to. We need to get him on this because yeah. I mean, he, yeah, we had some good starts skills. a while back, and actually, Easy was able to find it, but I don't know where he where where that ended up going to. But uh, yeah, so we had a start a while back when we first uh, first announced we were going to do this, and uh, we definitely picked it up. I'm terrible at uh, at the visual arts, so uh, I am not a good option for that. But I'm I'm happy to judge. I will judge all day long. <laughs> So, if you need someone to tell you you suck, let me know. I'm I'm happy. No, I'm kidding. I'm very. I'm, I'll be very nice about it in a way that lets you know that I think you suck. But okay, so moving on. Uh, Wasted Wasteland Wednesdays. Uh, we had a few new faces uh, last week. Uh, it was relatively successful. Uh, we actually ended up just playing uh, the Liberation Mission because everyone that showed up had showed up had come early and you know gotten all their mods installed and whatnot and we're ready to go and really want to play with us with all the mods on so you know we never you know we we just kind of went in there uh since no one else uh without you know no one else without showed up but uh, we're always happy once again wednesdays you know if if people show up without mods we will be playing on a no mod server that we have available um, now um do we have a current list because i received an email mm-hmm. um this week from someone saying hey i really want to 
uh, play Arma with you guys, but I'm not sure where to start. Um, I have uh, you know no idea about the mods. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, I can answer that. So basically, what you need to do, there's a big old button of a yellowish brown green sort, in the, right in the middle of the Versecast homepage, very top. It says join, join us on Arma Three in Arma Three. You click on that yep. bad boy, which I'm doing right now, so I know exactly what's going to bring up. You're going to have a video, which is of my yep. lovely voice on my desktop yep. explaining how to go about installing things, um, and then as well as all the links for installing everything you need to have installed, as well as the, the server IP address, the port number, so you can find the server there. It's all explained on that web page. It's like I said, it's that, first, it's that uh, join us on, in Arma 3 button right at the top mm-hmm. of Versecast. You really can't miss it. And, uh, and then if you go through, now I did do that um, a couple months ago. Uh, Arma has updated since then the, the, the uh, mods uh, launcher menu looks a little bit different, but it's still all accurate information. You just kind of find the button a little different. If you have a problem, all you have to do is let me know. We can walk you through cool. it. Cool. Yeah, but that's well, where you find So it. that is still current then. Yeah, and I keep yeah I've kept all the folder I kept all the folders updated. Any any mods we're required to have, you're required to have will always be in there, and then any of the uh, ones that everyone's using on the recommended lists and whatnot will always be uh, in those you know available. Will you uh, will you walk me through the process of uh, helping someone set up uh, TFAR, the Task Force Audio? Mm-hmm. Uh, system, I would, just because I want to get get that down, because I've had people ask me before, and yeah. I don't have a really good idea of what files need to go where, what to do with the config stuff. You know what I'd so. suggest, Ace? I would suggest you go to the video, and uh, approximately, uh, I believe it's uh, you know, I'm off the top of my head. Let's see if I can do this. Oh, am I right? No, not not quite. Uh, oh. It's going to be, I was thinking I could get it right off the top of my head. I believe it's like about 12 minutes in or so, 10 minutes, yeah, it looks like 10 minutes in or so. Uh, I give a great explanation of everything you need to do for it to get in Task Force Radio installed. All right. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, then. I think, yeah. uh, I think Task Force Radio was the big hitch of my giddy-up when I was trying to install the mods last time. Yep. Yeah. It, it often Ooh. is for a lot of people because there's some, some configuration stuff that you need to get set up. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got to move okay. on. I don't want to hold this up too much longer. Uh, well, let me, let me yeah. thank uh, Jamster123456. Can you guess what the next number is? 17. Yes, forty-two. Seven. Damn. Thank you very much for uh, for that question, because um, uh, I'm sure that if you have it, uh, other people do too. So um, go to that link on it's on the top of the main page at versecast.org. Click on it and uh, follow the instructions. If anything doesn't make any sense, jump onto Teamspeak and uh, just uh, look for Mad Cow or Johnny in the uh, Arma channel uh, or Ace. Uh, Ace uh, knows most of this stuff too, and uh, we'll get you set up. Yep. Almost really anyone in the armor channel will know how to do it more than likely. Unless, unless it's Gleep. And if it's Gleep, don't ask him because he doesn't do you, know. Are you just going to cry into the microphone <laughs> if someone asks it's, you? It's true. <laughs> the wambulance. I'll make a funny noise. Wow. Okay, Dr. Zoidberg. I would, I would pay for that. I want that as my <laughs> wing, ringtone. I, okay. I think we all just did. Yeah. Other than that, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'll kind of skip over this next part. Uh, but as far as the training goes, just a quick update. Uh, there haven't been any really new updates to Star Citizen yet. So once again, we don't have any kind of you know, ETA. I'm going to start training in Star Citizen for all of you that keep asking me. Uh, well aware of it. You know, By all means, keep bugging me. That's fine. We will get in there. Uh, it's just a matter um, of... Let me, let me stop you there stable. real quick, Mark. We, yeah. did, we did talk on the, the previous show about this a little bit because yeah. in Reverse the Verse this week, they were talking about um, a recurring question they're getting about matchmaking in the game and how they realize that it's, really, it's relatively hard for friends to get together and play in the game. They're aware of this and they're going to prioritize it the best that they can given other... Uh, priorities that are already in place, probably what that means is Squadron 42. So, yeah. um, 
they are aware of it and they, and they they know that it's a thing so um and we know it's a thing uh so um uh you know fear not i have a uh, i have a brief story on that when when we go into the next next bit before we start talking about the sunday meetup um i had a very very late night friday night meetup oh, all right okay. and fridays do come before sundays that makes sense most of the time well except sunday's the first day of the week is it is it really all right uh, <laughs> good, good mark you good yeah, anyway, we're good. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, let me do make one more note uh, for, for mods real quick. I really should mention this. Uh, it, they, they are substantial for the ones we're playing with on the server. If by any means you, you, you want to come play with us, we are happy to have you. Just make sure you stop by early enough. I mean, we're talking like, you know, like a dozen gigabytes of mods. So make sure you have the time enough to do that if you want to play that day. Or come in the night before, stop by, see if someone wants to you know show you what you have to download. We'll be happy to get things set up or point you in the right direction. Other than that, that's all I got. So what? Fantastic. Uh, where are we going to some emails, Gleep? What's next? Um, I think um, we're gonna we're gonna touch a little bit on the Sunday night meetup. But before that, let me talk a little bit about the um, impromptu Friday night meetup, which was basically just me and Turd Ferguson. <laughs> so um, it's quite, quite the meetup. Meetup yeah. for two. So um, I, you know, I, I keep weird hours. I play weird hours. Um, I want to get back into the Sunday groove, but it's just been tough because I've got a lot going on. We all do. You know, we all have family stuff, and and sometimes the the, the play times don't necessarily line up. So um, Friday night, after my wife fell asleep on the couch, as she does, um, I came into my office. It was uh, probably close to one o'clock. And I just kind of wanted to log on. I may or may not have been a little buzzed. Um, so I just kind of wanted to log into the game on my own and just play a little bit. And I happened to check Twitter while I was loading. And uh, the one, the only, the legendary, uh, I like to use that as his intro, Turd Ferguson, uh, had sent me a text message and said, hey, you know, I'm going to be in game late tonight. Um, I, I'm a little buzzed. I don't necessarily want to be on vent. If you're around, let me know. And I'm like, great. He's buzzed. I'm buzzed. Neither of us want to chat with each other on vent. So Perfect. So I sent him a message. I said, "Hey, I'm in game." About 20 minutes later, he wrote me back and said, "Hey, I'm you know I'm here." I said, "Okay, cool." So it's late at night. There's not a lot of people on. Um, so I got into an instance, and it was like A17, and I told him I was in A17, and uh, he spammed it for a very little while and was able to get in. And this was probably the first time that, or not even probably, this was the first time that I've really had an opportunity to play with a friend. Um, in a way where things weren't crashing and things weren't chaotic and there weren't a lot of issues. And so when he got in, uh, we set up a private uh, chat channel, which was really cool. Wasn't sure how to do that. Never done it before. And went and Googled the information. Um, and uh, once you know where all the things are to set it up and how to invite people, it's really easy to set up a private chat. So him and I set up a private chat, and we went out and uh, caused trouble. We went over to the um, to the security outpost Waited for people to show up. Nobody showed up, so we went to either end of the outpost and then decided to, you know, try and kill each other. Uh, he shot me in the back of the head. Which, nice. Yes. As, which, as you do. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we'd done a little bit of space combat. We'd gone over to the platform, uh, to the, the, the security station. He shot me in the head, and I was like, well, I'm, I think I'm going to log out. He's like, well, they blew my ship up. You're going to leave me out here? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'm not. So this was <laughs> no, the best yeah, part of the night. I, I went and I got my Avenger. Small, fast, um, get in, get out. And so I got to the security station. There were a couple of ships buzzing around. And I told him, I said, meet me out on the, on the uh, loading uh, platform. 
And what was so cool was as I was approaching, I could see the little tiny speck of turd. Yes, I did that on purpose. Um, I'm impressed. Thank you. Running across the la- the uh, the landing platform, it was so cool. I mean, and it was I was quite a ways out. So you know, I throttled all the way up. I zoomed in. I I, I killed my brakes. I went in the third person view because sometimes it's just easier to make a quick landing that way. Oh yeah, by sure, by far. Yeah, especially with the um, the landing um, the landing mode kind of crippled right now. Like the, you're not able to go into landing mode now, which is kind of weird. So I went in really really quick, hot and heavy. Um, did a quick landing. Opened he opened up the hatch, jumped in. He was shooting as as we were leaving. I was watching all this in third person, uh, and then you know took off, closed the hatch, jumped back to Port Alistar, brought him home, and it was so much fun. That is cool. That's and, awesome. And That's what I want to hear. I want to hear you getting in, like doing those uh, those hot pickups. I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, totally. And extract it was a, this in hot zones. What I want. It was an absolute blast, and and really the first time that that I had had an opportunity to just play with a friend because it and, and it's it's so sorely lacking, and and I know that it's on the plate, and I know that they're working on it, but I get it. You know, when you talk about not really being able to to train in Star Citizen right now because of the matchmaking system. You know, um, I, it was relatively easy for Turd and I to do it because it was 1 o'clock in the morning and really nobody was on. Yeah. So to try and do something like that on a Sunday night is going to be really a challenge because it's prime playtime. Yeah. So Well, uh, and uh, yeah, let, let me give you a, a story about that. Um, uh, are, are you done? I'm done, yeah. Good times on Great. Friday nights. Can Great I, segue. Can I break for just a moment to mention that Vendus has been messaging me in Steam nonstop and I've been... <laughs> Desperate to not answer him because my keyboard is so darn loud. <laughs> is, it, is it one of those things like you can't help yourself, like your keys are, or your fingers just it, hovering over the keys? It's just driving me nuts. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, well, we'll just stop and you type no, no, no. this and I'm, explain the situation. I'm, I'm going to mute myself. And then you can have your thing, and I'm just going to tell him that uh, <laughs> you we're can busy. Have, you can have your thing. Go ahead, yes, have your thing, Gleeping. Go have your thing, permission. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, yes. Uh, similar. Uh, speaking of uh, what it's like when there are more people uh, out there. Uh, last night we had about a dozen guys who came out to play, and about half were playing Star Citizen, and the other half were playing Arma. Um, I didn't get a chance to check in with the Arma guys, uh, though. The uh, the Gunslinger we mentioned earlier, he popped into the Star Citizen channel. I think as things were wrapping up, and reported that an epic time was had. Was that, that is correct, Mark? Oh, truly epic. Yes, we had a great time. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed that, but I, I got to hang out with some Star Citizen peeps, so it was it was all good. Um, I was able to get into an instance with three other guys with ships. I, 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 I know it was Avi and Bunyan Snipe, and I believe Amontillado was in there also. Um, and uh, I was able to get into Avi's Freelancer and uh, man the shield station. Um, and then we all headed out to the, um, um, which was sort of fun. It was, it, it, I don't think it's working properly, but it was it still, it was kind of cool to, you know, like be sitting in one of the other, in one of the, the rear two seats and, um, you know, watch, watch, you know, jumping in and out of uh, quantum drive and, you know, the way Avi's head would get really small and then it would get big again and get small. It was really cool. Um, but then we headed out to the security station to, to uh, pick up some guns and ammo uh, but then there was um, uh, there, there was some guy out there that that totally had our number and, and he was uh, he was owning us like uh, and it almost seemed like like there was a hack involved it was like people's going I did he just do that you know so 
Um, anyway, we ended up reconnoitering back at uh, at the Port Olisar to pick up new ships. And then I don't know if you guys saw on Around the Verse this week, uh, there was a, in one of the little 30-second um, uh, uh player content uh, video things, they showed a guy trying to load, or who he actually was successful in loading an M50 into the cargo uh, hold of a Constellation. So Avi had the idea of doing that, except he wanted to get it loaded in there and then see if we could jump to another um, another planet or another area and then unload it and fly it around. Uh, so um, it turned out to be quite the involved process. In the, the first thing we needed to do was we need to um, we needed to shoot the wings off of the plane or off of the smaller ship to get it to fit inside the constellation. And so um, the first time we tried to do that, well, we had a couple of instances where we just blew up the little ship and would have to go get another one because you would have to take it outside of the safe zone in order to shoot the wings off because the weapons don't work at the station. Um, and then fly back to the station to try to load it up into the ship. Um, so there was quite a bit involved, and we finally, finally, finally got it. And 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 Avi was uh, was in uh, in my M50, and we had shot the wings off, and he was piloting it, getting ready to pilot it into the constellation. And somebody jacked his constellation and flew away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. And he, he I, I mean, I felt really bad. Avi was, because was, we worked at this like for an hour and a half. And Avi was just, Avi just literally said, he said, I don't have words to explain how angry I am right Oh, now. no. Oh, poor Avi. Oh, it was poor so guy. frustrating. I mean, you know, and so it was fun. And we're, we're planning on, on, on trying to do it again. And we'll, we'll probably just go out someplace way far away next time, you know. But we thought it would be safe if we were next to the station. Uh, but anyway, the bigger point is that um, you know we take we take the uh, the sour with the sweet, and uh, we had uh, we had a good time last night, and we do it every Sunday night. So uh, please, uh, um, you know, do come out and join us because the more the merrier. Um, but back to your your, your point uh, earlier, Jimmy, it was it was tough getting into uh, getting you know all of us into the the same instance i mean there was a lot of you had to once you found the uh, the instance that everyone was in then you had to spam it and, right. and then once once that was uh was done then you had to you know hopefully then everyone had to come back to port allisar and start all over again and and you know so it it is not a smooth elegant system at this point but um um, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe that that's the case makes it when we do get together that much more fun. I mean, it's it's that much more exciting because we don't take it for granted. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I would agree. You said for that. Yeah. I also yeah. Uh, just just really quick. I know we're running long, but really quick. I also had the, my very first opportunity to get into a uh, turret. Um, I was in uh, Turd's uh, freelancer, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to hit targets in the turret, isn't it? Oh it yeah, was crazy hard. Yeah, that's okay. why I, did, I have that, been super keen on my on my retaliator because it's okay. all it is is turrets. So it's it's not just me then. I mean, it was no. it, it was damn near impossible to try and hit a target. Well, I know, and also the, I think in the freelancer too. Um, I know because I was flying an Avi's freelancer up in the turret, and uh, it didn't work at all. Um, so no, this it worked, which was really cool. But man, I could not hit the target at all. Hmm. They really need to up the uh, traversal time on the turrets. Yeah, well, it's that, really hard to keep keep a beat on something. Yeah, that, that and they they need some sort of targeting system too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? It's in alpha. Yes, absolutely. It's getting there. Yeah. 
And speaking of the organization, we are now 278 members strong, guys. Nice. Oh, no. Yay. Coming up on 300. I know. Uh, yes, yes, we are. Uh, Bear joined us this week, and I believe he's been out in the Arma playing. Oh, with yeah. Us, hasn't Bear's he? been playing. He's yeah. great. We yep. had a great time, yeah. Yeah. He says, hey, guys, Bear here. I'm an old gamer, 50 years young, uh, one of the Atari 2600 generation. I've played a little bit of everything for almost 35 years, but mostly have focused on sim games. I was lucky enough to be gaming during the heyday of PC flight sims and spent countless hours in Jane's Sim, Longbow 2, and Falcon 4.0. Moved on to shooters and got hooked on Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon and later joint ops. Oh, joint ops. Fell into a wop. All right. I'm sorry? Fell joint ops player. You got to appreciate that. All right, continue. Sorry. Uh, he <laughs> fell into he fell into a wow abyss um, for about six years. All right, wow abyss. Yeah, that happens to everybody. Yeah, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been wow clean and sober for almost two years now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Lately, games like Planet Side Two and DayZ have taken up most of his time. I found my Planet Side Two outfit on a podcast while trying to learn more about the game. I purchased Star Citizen and followed the same plan, the same path to your podcast. When I was listening the other day, I heard you talking about Arma 3 and Life is Futile, and those are my latest addictions, so it seemed like a no-brainer to join. Looking forward to playing with you online, Bear. So I welcome, think, Bear. I think that's so funny, because not that long ago, we were also doing a lot of Planet Side 2. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, Squid Jesus joined us this week, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we've got the best names in this org. This is ridiculous. We- I feel I honored that we've we've been visited by a biblical figure. Right, man, yeah, that's right. What, he, Both it, biblical and nautical. It wouldn't be a cross; it would be like a hexagon. It would have to be. <laughs> it would actually, be an octagon. But we won't get into an that. Octagon, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That'd be close enough. We'll give it to you, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, those guys with ships just found the first cast and listened to a couple episodes. Seems like an awesome community to be a part of. I just picked up Star Citizen a couple weeks ago, and I've been following it. But have been following it for a while. I knew I was hooked the first time my ship glitched through the launching the landing pad and exploded. That's an interesting way to get hooked. All I've got now is a Mustang Alpha in the hangar, but not for long. I've also been looking for people to play armor with, so those guys with ship seems like the place to be for that too. Yes, it certainly is, Squid. Welcome aboard. Daedalus joined us, said, Greetings. I started to listen to your podcast a few weeks ago. You really do a good job. Keep going. At the moment, I only own an Aegis Avenger. It's quite enough to test the alpha contents. Salutations from Florence, Italy. Yay! I I still say that if you're only going to have one ship, the Avenger is probably the best all-around ship to have. You think? I just just don't like... Oh, it's going to sound terrible. I just don't like the way it looks. Really? You don't like the miniature space shuttle aesthetic? It just doesn't do it for me. In terms of in terms of um, toughness, uh, weapon armament, and cargo capacity, it's the best yeah. all around ship. Okay, all right. In my in my opinion, <laughs> Scotty Puff Jr. joined us. Said hi. I hired Vendus, and his job depends on me joining. So, <laughs> so um, I say I say this is our very first person we don't let join. <laughs> Ooh, no. Just kidding. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Vendus did want me... Ah, oh, crap. Ace, were you there when he was talking about the... Uh, he may not have been. Uh, he wanted... Uh, he was looking for a person in Australia 
that did it wasn't a tech support it was some kind of tech support related thing uh so if you happen to be an australian and interested in a job that revolves around i believe servers and tech stuff uh get a hold of vendus or even better um, have him tell me exactly what he was looking for before I talk to people on, on a podcast about it. <laughs> but you know what? Let's be honest. When you know enough about computers, you pretty much know it all anyway. So you can fake it. Is that our first it. job hogging? On so TV there you go. Uh, there you go. First yeah, job he was hosting. asking if I knew anybody. I said, no, I don't. But I bet you someone that listens does. Some say I am drunk with power, but I swear my empty bottle of Scotch's grave. I swear on my empty bottle of Scotch's grave that this is true. Actually, Vendus told me about Star Citizen when we started working together, and I have been lurking. His enthusiasm and the progress of development have caused me to constantly watch players. Ace, please move your cursor. Thank you. Uh, watch players <laughs> online as well as the ship commercials. I am a nice person and a team player. Welcome aboard. Ghost Goat joined us. Said, hey guys, been listening to your podcast since late last year. I just built my first gaming PC and stumbled onto Star Citizen surfing the YouTube. I love the game and would love to get involved with an org that will provide training and fun group play. I have an Avenger and a Super Hornet so far. I also own Arma 3 and would love to figure out how to play that game. Oh, come <laughs> on down. You're not, there you you're go. You're not alone. It is really confusing for a newbie like me. And finding a group that could help me get through the learning curve patiently would be a great help. I would love to be part of the team. Thank you, Ghost Goat. Yep, so as we were saying earlier, go to versecast.org. It's right there, the big button on top. Uh, join us in Arma 3. Follow the uh, the instructions there and uh, come join us in game. And uh, if, if anything that doesn't make sense to you, uh, don't hesitate to ask because folks in uh, in the Arma channel are always welcome, are always willing to help out. Eric joined us. I don't know how you get a name like Eric. I mean, well done. That's like getting it's like Bob Dave. Or yeah, yeah, this is a good one to get. Yeah, yeah. I, he probably an early an early backer. Had to be. Um, <clears throat> I heard you on your podcast. Like it very much, and it's informative. I recently purchased a saber for fighter roles and stealth missions and escort stuff, and a three fifty R for fast transport and scout missions. Would like to join your group and help any way I can. I'm an ex military veteran going mercenary. Yeah. So hey, Eric, uh, come come on out. Talk to a uh, cow and Johnny and and um, um, you know uh, we're looking for trainers to train the trainees. Yeah, Eric, just come talk to me. We'll talk about this mercenary thing. I like I like where your head's at. Like there you go. Paxton, Richard quotes, Pax, Heaviside joined us. He said, my friend Amontillado, an early backer, beat me repeatedly and severely until I also became interested in Star Citizen. The beatings will true. continue until Take morale improves. <laughs> <laughs> Amontillado is a very nice Take guy. Take him how we can get him. Imagine he yeah. did that. Yeah. <laughs> I started first by pledging for a freelancer. Currently, I have a Starfarer Gemini, Freelancer Miss, Mustang Beta, Avenger Titan, and Aurora LN. I was initially hoping to use twin sticks to get six degrees of freedom for control, but right now I'm not sure how various control layouts will be supported. I have been prepping a PC case to build out when, Star when Squadron 42 is released. I also intend to use an Oculus Rift later. Thanks! Brian. So welcome, Brian. It's good to have you on board, and nice to have a friend of Amontillado's uh, with us as well. Homo Blastwell joined us, said a friend of mine showed me YouTube videos of the game, and I realized it was what I have wanted in my life for a very long time. Space is such a sexy thing, man. 
I've got an Avenger stalker going, gonna hunt down bastards who blow up escape pods. There's there, wow. there's a worthy advocation. He's very serious about that. I yeah, was absolutely. gonna say to uh, Paxton, uh, Pax Heavyside, come find me. Dual joysticks are already supported. Ooh, there you go. Go go check it out. Uh, Ace will will uh, help you get a get a handle on both your sticks. <laughs> oh, oh, but I'm oh my. <laughs> Mark, I was like, you're like, uh oh, 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 oh. Can we can we laugh about that? Ooh, <laughs> we'll do it anyway. Legs for radio. Over at the website, we've had um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people join us this week. One corner joined us, as did Squid Jesus, Bear, Jamster, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Gunslinger, Stupid Lumpy Head, and Hammo Blastwell. So welcome all of y'all to the uh, the website. Uh, post in the uh, forums, introduce yourself, um, get involved in conversations. It's all free. It's all fun. Um, we got, um, I got, uh, uh, an email this week. Actually, it was from Jamster. Uh, he said, hey, it's Jamster here. Um, are those guys with ship's crew going to be watching the Star Citizen live stream? If so, do you know when it will be? As I have not heard anything about it, please tell. And, uh, we, we discussed it on the last show that, <clears throat> on around reverse the, the verse this week, they said that until they have something cool to build an event around, they aren't going to do it. But I do remember them. Jimmy uh, doesn't doesn't remember, um, so I'm probably making this up in my in my own little head. Jimmy has the uh, memory of a squirrel, so just keep ooh. that in mind. <laughs> but I, I do seem to remember them talking about uh, a January event back during the holiday live stream. But anyway, it's not happening. But Jamster, thank you for the uh, for the email. We, we do appreciate it. So, well, guys. Um, Star Citizen. I think we're we're all in agreement uh, that uh, we've we've had our patch for January. So um, I guess uh, what we're looking forward to now is something new on the PTU for eventual release in the month of February. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, one can early hope. February. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day, Star Citizen. Yeah, that's really mid February. Ace, I'm not sure if you're aware of how long a month is, but they're about thirty days. This one's Give a little short. So 14th is pretty much the middle of the month, but I'll take it. I will take it <laughs> with chocolates and a rose. Some, I'm hoping for space unicorn. Some sappy music. That's right. Candles because and whatnot. Because I, I want to harvest its tears. So on, on the on the That's on creepy. the downside, down my wife it. is going to be working Valentine's Day. On the upside, she's working at a chocolate place. So chocolates for Valentine's mm. Day night. Mm. Is she is she packing uh, chocolates from a conveyor belt? And if so, is the mean manager going to turn the speed up on said conveyor belt? Wow, that would, that a, would be a, very an mean. I love Lucy reference on a TGWS <laughs> podcast. I am impressed, Mrs. Lucy. Oh, Mrs. Age is going to have some explaining to do. Showing the age. <laughs> Please, if I was if I was alive when I Love Lucy aired, I'd be older than Gleep. Ooh. That's, that's that's maybe not true. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. Poor, Poor fella. Uh, we'll get you some Bengay for a birthday present. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, and as always, we have our Sunday meetup, so please do watch for the tweets. Come out and join us. It's a lot of fun. 
All right. Um, so, guys, I think we, we've done it. Um, please do go to Engine for all of your site hosting needs, everybody. And uh, Ronald Jenkins, thank you for letting us use your music. Check him out at ronaldjenkins.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's first cast every Saturday afternoon. You can reach this podcast, this in our other podcast too, uh, by email at comms at versecast.org. Uh, you can check us out on Steam. We are those guys with ships. On Twitter, we are at Versecast. Please use the TGWS hashtag when tweeting and search on it too for cool stuff. And our Star Citizen organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash Versecast. Please do upvote us on the RSI Community Hub and in the podcast and deep space radar sections. Leave a comment. We'll read it on the air. And be sure to check out our community website. It is versecast.org. There is so much fun there. There is so much information. There are so many friendly people. How could you go wrong? You just can't. All right. Well, uh, say goodnight, Gracie. My name is Gleep. All my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? Uh, all of my contact info also in the show notes, but you can find me most chatty over at Twitter, and you can catch me uh, on the base radio every Thursday night, uh, 9 p.m. PST, and Saturday, 1 p.m. PST, uh, doing my show Quantum Drive, which is uh, Star Citizen lore mixed with really cool music to uh, tell a story in the Star Citizen universe. Yay. Good night, Gracie. My name's Ace Azamine, and you can find me uh, most chatty on Steam. Uh, my handle currently is Delandau87, D-I-L-A-N-D-A-U-87. You can also email me at aceazamine87 at gmail.com. Um, and uh, come on board the, the, the TeamSpeak channel. Come say hi. I'll stop in and make sure you are you're got your stuff sorted and you're doing okay. Ace will help yes, you he with will. your dual sticks. Your yes, dual sticks. Mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do we do for there? Well, I'm Mark, and I'll be happy to take any of your calls, emails, and or just friendly tidings at uh, Mark. Rather, no, that would be the that would not be a good email address. How about Mad Cow with a K? M A D K O W. One zero zero one at gmail dot com, or in some future. Uh, universe, I may even have a first cast email, uh, in which yes. case I will give you that. Otherwise, you can get me at uh, Kitten Lasers are fun. <laughs> uh, that's a hashtag. No, it's a hashtag, right? Right? The yes. Twitter, the Twitters, yeah, yeah. hashtag the Twitters do the hashtags. It's hashtags. Kitten Lasers are fun. Uh, where you can send all your pictures of your kitten lasers to me, and we'll discuss them at length. All right, that's all I've got. Have, have any of you guys played Exploding Kittens, the card game? Yes. And wow. Yes. Are you serious? So that sounds fun. amazing. Yes. Isn't it fun? Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, the, there's an app uh, for it now, too. So oh. you can play. Uh, well, that's good. If you couldn't get enough, you're like, ah, I just, I need more. I really need yeah. to take this with me in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Exploding right. Kittens well, on the Mickey Bot? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna pull the pull the lever on this one. Until next time, then we are those guys with ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. Later. So so Mark, um, there there is a, a, a blood ritual um, in order to get a, uh, a dot first cast uh, email. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm down. Uh, I'm you, down. Yeah, yeah, it's a blood ritual uh, fight sports uh, to the death. Oh. oh.
Okay, well, I'm down. You just let me know when I have to be there, and uh, I'll wear my uh, my big boy pants. <laughs>